And hello, this is the family podcast, the first podcast actually brought to you from the Drive building. I'm Mark and my special guest, uh, my beautiful wife and her twin sister. So beautiful, I'm sorry, beautiful twin sister. Uh, So we have Judy, my wife and Janet with us today. We're celebrating their retirement from the Williamsport Symphony Orchestra after 30 and 50 years. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to just chat with them today about uh, their experiences playing together. And we have some friends out here, friends and other family members who are going to just kind of chime in and maybe ask some questions. And uh, hey, Tom, how you doing? And uh, we're just going to get started. So uh, all right. So uh, let's go back in time. And I always wonder, because I don't know if I ever ask you this question, and it was like, uh, so why clarinet? (laughs) Well, because Judy wanted to play trumpet, and I didn't, I wanted to play clarinet. And I don't know why, I think it was because a pretty girl, the pretty girl uh, played clarinet. Uh I thought maybe we might get pretty if we played the clarinet. (laughs) And tall and skinny, too. (laughs) That didn't work real well. (laughs) No. No, and I wanted to play trumpet because it only had like three buttons, and it was very shiny and loud. And but girls didn't play trumpet. Until I told I got her to, that. Yeah, well, got to college, and all the girls played trumpet, and they were very good. I was, oh. so I I did that in college. Okay. I did, yeah, I didn't. Where is that tall, skinny girl now? She She's, quit band, because, right? <laughs> <laughs> because we moved in on her. And, <laughs> so you forced her out. Yeah, we and, forced her out. Well, we're going to talk about that twin power here, probably, right? Uh, you know, there's there's power in numbers, right? So okay, so you 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 wanted to play trumpet, Judy and mm-hmm. Janet. You thought clarinet. Had, Janet, had you? Well, you heard somebody obviously playing clarinet, or you saw. Um, I just saw. You just saw. Yeah. It wasn't like you had like a bunch of clarinet albums laying around. and No. 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 I knew it was, you know, tall, skinny girls playing okay. clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. That's, that's so sad. And uh, <laughs> so I love the story you tell about you know, your dad. Um, so Doc saying, you know, well, why do you have to get two clarinets? <laughs> yeah. He wanted to get one and we could share it somehow. I don't know how we were going to do that, but uh, I wanted my own instrument. Yeah. And she wanted her own instrument. So we each got our own instrument. It worked out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I much better than sharing we, one. We shared everything else, really, but yeah. not, not that. No. Not the clarinet. No. The reed once in a while. Yeah. And you got exactly the same clarinet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every yes. time. Every yeah. time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got exactly the same clarinet. You did get your own. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amy, she got her own too eventually. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Amy's like waving at us out there. <laughs> All right. So you have your own clarinets. This is what, fifth grade? Fourth. Fourth. You started in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that a normal thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was. So that was normal for your school. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's advance a couple years because you, you ended up playing in high school pretty young. Like the high school band, right? Like, yeah. So Sixth grade, we were in the high school band. Sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Why was that? We, we were promising. You were promising. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know anything about football, but we got in the, the you know, we, we, we learned. Yeah, you learned. Were you already taking private lessons or were you just, just through school? You just just through school until probably like seventh grade, seventh oh. or eighth grade. Seventh, eighth grade. Then you started private lessons. Mm-hmm. Oh, who'd just take like take lessons from? 
Oh, Mr. Gasparro. He came down from Wilkes College and did all the woodwinds. Wow. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Yeah, he was wonderful. And Tim Foley was an influence, too. <clears throat> yeah, so classmate. anybody, everybody out here know who Tim Foley is? Oh, you got to tell. So, so somebody's got to You t- tell him who t- Tim is. <laughs> well, he he conducted the uh, United States Marine Band for I don't know, like seventeen or eighteen years. Plus, he played clarinet in our band in high school. He was a year older than Janet and I, and uh, he studied in studied with the principal clarinetist of the Philadelphia Orchestra when he was like in tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade. <laughs> and then he came back, and you know, during our times with our practices, he would give us Philadelphia information on, on how to play the clarinet. <laughs> so it worked out really great. He didn't even charge us or anything. And he fixed our reeds for us, showed us how to do all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, back, he, was, he was great. Yeah, yeah. Great guy, great musician. So yeah. uh, definitely, you should Google him, right? You probably know him. You know, yeah, yeah. If you don't know him, you Google him. And uh, pretty amazing. Obviously, Marine Band, incredible. We got to see, we got to see him hand the baton over. Yeah. And I don't remember the new conductor's name. I wish I could remember his name. I think it's Colburn. Oh, no, the new one today? No, the new one. Colburn, I think. Oh, he handed it to Colburn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. He's now retired. Mm -hmm. Yes. And passed it on, so. And he's going to be coming to Juniata College and having the adult band camp this summer. Oh, yeah. Judy Judy and I are going. So tell us about that. I just did. <laughs> That's all I That's know. It. That's all we know. Yeah. That's all I know. End of that story. <laughs> We're yeah. still, yeah, still sounds kind of dirty saying it. The adult band, oh. right? Right. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, we know it's a it's okay. a legitimate yeah. concert band. Grown thing. ups, grown ups, grown ups band. Yeah. Grown-ups, yeah. 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 Okay. So Old anyway, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the symphony a little bit. So uh, Judy, when you started the symphony, you didn't start on clarinet. Oh, no, I did. On, on, you did start sy- on clarinet. On symphony, I did. And symphony, you did. Okay, yeah. I thought. And I, and I played for a couple years on sim- on clarinet, and then I played second flute for a couple years. Okay, that's then, so you did start on clarinet and yeah, then came back. And then and I came flute. back to clarinet, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how did you, so you got into the clarinet role. To How did that actually happen? So was there auditions, or did you, and what was the opening there? Well, actually, you... my co-op teacher that our student taught with was playing first chair and I was playing second right wow. from college, right after I graduated. And um, then then they flipped it around and I was playing first and he was playing second. Uh-huh. And th- then I took a few years off doing childbearing with my son, Tom. Yeah. And yeah. And then when I went back, I was doing flute for a little while. And then when that worked out, I got back onto the clarinet. So nice. Worked out yeah. So how many years on flute? Probably two. Two years on flute. flute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, did they have auditions back then? Like, did you have to audition? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> you showed up. <laughs> you just showed up. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, how many years now? 50. 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. So then, Janet, when did you uh, jump into the ensemble? Well, that was about 30 years ago. 30 years ago. And I started with um, playing bass clarinet as one of the extras ah. and um, did that a few years. And then an opening came up, and I, I did have to audition, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got in. So yeah, did you have to audition with Judy? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted her to audition for me. But <laughs> she was afraid if she messed up and didn't get in, that wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> so yep. Um, so so about thirty years, and then. So let's, let's jump up to the time. I remember 
you played a solo, you played a solo duet with the, was it was the Youth Symphony? Um, or was the, I'm trying I, to remember. I played a solo with the Youth Symphony. You played a solo with the Youth Symphony, yeah. And then we did a duo with the Elks Repass Band. The Elks Repass Band, yeah. And you did that mm-hmm. together, yeah. So we're going to hear you play today um, in a little bit. So we're going to get to hear them play. Um, all right, so let's just jump up. If anybody has a question for them about their playing together, uh, early years, symphony years, you can come up to the microphone if you would like to just ask them a question. Uh, feel free to, and you don't need to be shy or nervous. So just you come up here and just jump up there. But <clears throat> we'll keep talking uh, until somebody kind of stands there. And then, oh, yeah, here we go. There's going to be a question. All right, yes, go ahead. Uh, to Grammy Judy, um, was there ever an opportunity where you did get to play trumpet for the symphony orchestra? No. no. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> yeah. I played uh, trumpet in college, and we, we called it the boo-boo band. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I, I never got to actually play in a top notch with the trumpet, but I did minor in that, uh, major in that at, at grad school. So I, I got to be sort of okay, but not to play. You played weddings. Uh, weddings, yeah. Mark and I, Mark and I played weddings and Easter's things like that, but not not symphonies. Pretty. What was what was the what was the song we played at? Uh, <clears throat> um, was it Cynthia's wedding? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was the one that went on forever. Ever. Yeah. yeah, we were playing. She's a she's a very good trumpet player, and so I was a trumpet player too. And we were hired hired really volunteered for to play a friend's wedding. And uh, the this is the the flower girl story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the flower girl they had tra- trained the flower girl, you know, to take the flower petal and you know toss it down and walk up the aisle. And at rehearsal, we were playing. I think it was um, <clears throat> was it sheep's. Yesu. It was Yesu. Mm-hmm. Joy of Man's yeah. Desiring. Okay. So we were playing that as a trio with one of our ex-students who, who happened to be the brother of the, the lady getting married. And the rehearsal was perfect. And the girl came down. She's tossing the pedals back and forth and back and forth. <clears throat> so this song, Yesu of Joy of Man's you know, it just goes on and on and on and on. And we just keep playing and playing and playing. So luckily, the girl comes up at a good pace. For the wedding, she chooses to go at a microscopic pace. So she takes like one little half step and drops a pedal. Of course, she has a basket full of pedals. I mean, there's like a thousand pedals in there. And she takes another little step <laughs> and, and throws a pedal. And the whole audience is like, you can just feel the whole audience go, oh, you know. And, and it's, I, we're what, six, seven minutes. She's halfway up the aisle. We're still playing. We, <clears throat> we eventually start <laughs> losing the capacity to play in the middle of the wedding and then start laughing. Which, you know, Tom uh, knows all about the middle of playing and starting to laugh, you know. So eventually, I mean, literally, we're stopping. And and poor John, he's like, he's like, can't get a sound out. And it's like, somebody go grab the girl and move her up front. Oh, those were the days. Yeah. Uh, So uh, that was a good question. Look at that. You sparked. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Oh, Tom's, no. Oh, no. Tom Shivas <laughs> taking the mic. So so for many years in Symphony, you went through many, many directors. Do you have a favorite director or a good experience that you had with one of uh, with one of them? And, you know, what, what was it like, uh, you know, if you have a good you know, anecdote there? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tried to go back and recall all of them along the way. There must be 20, you know. And I think Robin Fountain was one of our favorite, one of my favorite ones. He was just very uh, 
friendly and jovial and, and fun to have around. Our new conductor now that we've had for the past, I think, is it 15 years mm-hmm. maybe, um, Gerardo, um, it is, he's been wonderful for our orchestra. He's pulled this all together, and he's very gentle when he helps you to fix you know, something corrects that's not. you. Yeah, when he corrects. <laughs> he doesn't make you feel like, uh, like the most, like, oh, gee, you know, that's, that was horrible. But, you know, he just, he's just very kind and, and uh, respectful, and, and we really enjoy him. So, yeah. yeah. So those two are stand out. And those are the only two I have played under. Yeah. I've heard stories about some of the others, though. I think she's too professional to bring that up. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On to the next question. <laughs> yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, you know, just uh, for anybody who is a musician and plays under a conductor, how they just create the whole culture for for the ensemble, right? And and I think um, Harder has done a really nice job of, you know, I I think there was, was a couple years ago you were all were both kind of like, oh, you know, how how long do I go, you know? And I I think it. it he has been a big part of continuing to yeah, make that, exactly. you know, feasible. It's a lot of work, right? Um, I think that's the other thing that maybe, I don't know if the family knows how much time they put into playing for the symphony. And it's, uh, you know, I, I can sing the songs, you know, <laughs> by the time we get to, uh, to get, get to the concert, right? Well, at least you have the melody part to sing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Janice, poor Janice on second clarinet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was one piece I thought, I don't even know what this, I thought I knew this piece. Yeah. And I got to the end and I had a little melody lying down an octave or two from everybody else. I thought, oh, I do know. <laughs> but it took eight pages to get to it. So yeah. you can be glad yeah. you're humming her I'm tunes. Humming her tunes, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that prep a uh, little bit because I think, you know, just to share that, um, so, you know, I don't know how, how, how is it different for the two of you? Like, Janet, when you start prepping, what do you, what have you done? Like, when you start prepping music, what do you usually typically start with and how do you, you know, do you do the marking and all that? Yeah. 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 I usually do the marking and then I do some listening if I have, uh, there are times that I didn't have time to do that. I just hurried up and practiced and got there. Yeah. But um, I have more, had more time lately and, um, and that's what I would do. I'd, I'd mark mark my music and sort of hum along and fingerings and that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, and then just get the hours in. Yeah. yeah. So if uh, if you're wondering what that means, right, you know, so basically the music they go through and mark accidentals, like they'll actually, you know, handwrite those in and make sure they understand if a note's, you know, supposed to be a sharp or a flat or, and I, I talked to you about this because I know it's the music, you know, when she gets done with it, it's, it's a major, she has the big eraser right at the end. Uh, <laughs> um, Are but, we supposed to erase? Well, no, oh, because good. then you get to see your music. That's another question. It's, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool, right? In a symphony, when you repeat a piece you've played. Say, I know that's my writing that's my writing yeah right yeah yeah ready to go yeah and so judy what how about you what's your prep look like oh it's a mess it's just (laughs) yeah it's the same thing mark all the accidentals all the left side c's right Right side side b's (laughs) whatever Uh, oh you have to explain that a little bit so people understand what that means well there's on the clarinet there's a c on either side and a b on either side and oh geez it's a mess but anyway so you so that you know it's coming up and you have it's like having the answers to a test on the page ready to go yeah makes you feel pretty smart you don't have to think about it at the moment you know it's already marked in and 
Like yeah, that. so if you're, if you're wondering about the woodwind thing, right? So sometimes if you're going from one note to another, it makes more sense that you add it on this side as compared to play it on this side because this finger pattern makes it more logical to play it on a different side. Um, it's awful. <laughs> that's the trumpet. Yes, that's what I had in mind. Right. That's the trumpet. Oh, yes. Good. Oh, Ingrid. So you, you keep saying it's awful oh. and it's a mess. And all of these funny little words you're using. And I'm just like, what is it that has kept you guys doing this for so long? We love awful messes. We, we, enjoy, <laughs> we enjoy all. That's exactly that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it helps us pull the puzzle apart and make it make sense. And it, 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 it can be a mess to start with. And, and music is very, very difficult that we're playing in symphony levels. And, and uh, you just need to tear it apart and make it make sense. You know, make, and it, it's it's a real process because yeah. the first time you play through some of this, you think, oh, am I going to be able to get this done in two weeks? Mm -hmm. um, and then, to, yeah, as long as you have four hours a day to put into it, you'll get it done. <laughs> or, or, or five. Or five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the puzzle. And Tom is standing. I have a question. Oh, you. yes, you do. <laughs> um, so this is this relates back to me when I was when I was a child. I had a couple concerts that I went to that I was playing. One I went to and I dropped my violin down the steps before the concert started oh. and mm -hmm. I didn't have a violin to use for the concert. Another concert, um, I was, it, it was a chorus chorus and uh, uh, orchestra concert and when I, by the time I was in the chorus and orchestra and when I got on the stage, someone was supposed to have my violin for me and they didn't and there also wasn't a seat for me either. And so I was like, I had to squat in the middle of the, <laughs> in the middle of the stage for the entire performance. And I was just wondering if you have any fun <laughs> flub ups like that that you've that you've that you've had that you could share with us. That's just because are... everything always looks like it goes off, you know, without Smooth. a hitch. So I was just curious if there's any fun stuff well, like that. Th those are horrible experiences for you, Tom. I feel so bad. Yeah, didn't you have to use your teacher's violin there, that the full size instead of the three quarter? Oh, geez. Anyway, bless your heart. Well, now uh, I I do remember in sixth grade uh, carrying my clarinet, kind of. Well, I'll show you when I get down, like out, so the reeds kind of out there. And we are kind of walking out in a little line to get onto the stage. And, of course, I'm looking this away, and the line stopped, and I I didn't. And I rammed my reed into the kid in front of me, and, and the reed's supposed to be kind of flat, and it kind of was going like this now. And I tried to, you know, like straighten it out. And, of course, cane reeds <laughs> tend to kind of break. And so the whole end of my reed broke off. All my extra reeds were at home, you know, where you keep your extra stuff. And uh, which didn't really help me a whole lot because we weren't home. But anyway, so I had a real hard time playing because half my reed was missing. Oh. And uh, that, that, yeah. But anyway, but that, that was the word. That was in sixth grade. So that's when I learned to hold your clarinet close to your body. If anybody runs into your body, they're too darn close to you. You know, they just shouldn't you keep be a reed in your pocket, right? And maybe a reed and a tissue, tissue, a tissue <laughs> and a swab, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a swab adventure one time in a, an outdoor concert, thank goodness. I had two instruments, which was sort of good. But the, the one um, I was swabbing and the swab got stuck in the B flat horn. That ever happened to you, Tom? Yeah, mm -hmm. back here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, it, mm -hmm. and we were trying to get it out. It didn't come out. So I spent the rest of the outdoor concert playing it on the E-flat clarinet, which some of you know, it's, it, it's really 
interesting. And since I knew the tune, I could get it going there. But uh, that, that was my only real fiasco that I think that I've ever had. Yeah. So I don't swab with a big swab Don't swab anymore. it, yeah. Just get a little swab. <laughs> but I, we, we never needed to share a seat, though, did we? Like Tom had to yeah. share a seat. Was, oh, gosh, that would have been great. <laughs> I, love the, I love the earring story. I love so the symphony. Oh. Judy Judy's getting ready to play, has her horn up, and of course, what dangly earrings, right? Or and her earring gets caught in one of the keys. My ligature. It was, was it, a ligature. The ligature, ligature gets right caught, up. and what you you had to turn to uh, the bassoonist and <laughs> ask him to get and you unhooked. He, he didn't know a whole lot about earrings <laughs> either, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he he wasn't of much help. I was panic stricken because it was one of those cute little earrings that you kind of twisty turn in. I, I don't yeah. know. I haven't seen those lately. But anyway, he had to twist and turn them to get them out. And I was trying to explain that to him without ripping the earring. And we finally managed to make it work. But yeah, uh, after that, I I'd only wear little these little studs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worn any. Janet wears cute, nice. She hasn't gotten That's stuck on a horn yet. <laughs> Tom, this this is still following up. I just knowing you for all fifty two years of my life, um, I know that you've you have a a little bit of a sneezing. You have a fun <laughs> fun way of sneezing, and I was wondering if you've ever had a not necessarily in the symphony, but ever in a performance, ever had a an, a sneeze attack during during a live performance. No, I haven't. But I did during a rehearsal one time. They were doing a little woodwind rehearsal. And they were playing, and I'm sneezing, sneezing, because I go like 13 to 15 to 20 times. I mean, you broke, I you broke a record this year. I 20, 20 I got yeah. the 20. Yeah. And I'm sneezing and sneezing, and we got the little sectional stopped. And I said to Jan, I said, how'd we do? And she goes, oh, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, the conductor never missed me. So that was, I don't, that might, might not have been a good thing. But um, yeah, I couldn't, I just couldn't stop. But no, it's never happened at a, at a performance. Um, you know that. And I'm actually the one with the allergies. So. Yeah, she's got. <laughs> I guess I do too. Yeah, you mm. do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. So, oh yeah, Ingrid, come on up. Oh, this is great. So totally unrelated, but I can ask both of you one, and then one. The second one's for you. But I was listening to you talking about the reeds, and I remember one of the early stories when I first met you was about the new synthetic reeds, and how excited you were, and I thought gosh, you know, all these years, there's so many things that have developed over time. And I think, you know, music generally seems to, the kind that you play, stay the same. But there has been technological advances. So I'm curious to hear you talk about changes that have happened over the time, both of you. And then um, the second one was, I'm the newest member of the family, so I'm still gathering stories. <laughs> and uh, one of the stories I feel like was when you started playing before you were the symphony, maybe in a basement around 1970, and you might have been pregnant. And I, if I had that story right, I kind of wanted to just hear a little bit about what that was like back then and to where you are now. Too. Your whole <laughs> life as a mother and while you're also this amazing musician. Well, I'll start with that one. <laughs> um, the, the concert that I played with the symphony before I left to do the actual childbearing um I think I was like seven months pregnant and I couldn't breathe <gasps> take the deep sitting if I could have stood up you know stand up you can breathe a little bit better but I was pretty much I I, I don't think I can do this <laughs> anyway but uh, I had some breathing issues going on but uh, other than that um 
Tommy got to hear some great music during that, <laughs> during while he wasn't out yet. And yeah, so over yeah. and over, over and, and over, over, and over. And over. <laughs> yeah, he got the four hours of everything every day. So yeah, it, it was, it was hard. It was hard, but worth it. Go ahead, Jan, on the reeds. Well, I was going to say, the synthetic reeds have been a, a life changer for us. We've, we've spent an inordinate amount of time, practice session time, getting the reeds soaked and rubbed out and fixed up and lined up. And, and then, then your 45 minutes is over and you don't have time to practice. No, it didn't happen like that, but it, it was just a lot. And then when you went to rehearsal, your lineup didn't, the first read didn't work there because the humidity was different. It was too hot or whatever it was. It just it just went on like that um, for years and years and, and years. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and they've had synthetic reeds. Uh, they're plastic, but we like to say synthetic. But they've had them for years and years and years. I mean, I remember back in high school they had them, but they sounded like plastic. It was horrible. You could keep up with the trumpets. No offense, but they were horrible. But the synthetic reeds now are really wonderful. A little expensive, right, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Tom so, so Judy tells Tom, <clears throat> he's like, yeah, how much are those reeds? And she's like, oh, they're like $34. And he's like, great. So he orders them, and he, I don't know if he texted you or something. He's like, I got one. <laughs> I thought he was going to get like a box. <laughs> you did get a box, but there was only one in it. Right? One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big, <laughs> box. Big box. Yeah. 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 And Tommy is coming back up. I kind of re- I kind of remember this. This may be a rumor, but I believe that uh, Tom Shebist here may have uh, made a read back in the day, like using a couple nickels and a and a oh. and matches, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the, and it worked really well. Perhaps it was like a, it ended up being a really good technique that you used. Probably smelled funny after burning yeah. it, but <laughs> yeah, experimental. Yeah, how'd that work? Yeah, come on yeah. up, Tom. I, I remember showing you that and saying, "Well, I don't, yeah, I don't so, recommend." So, uh, you know, when your reeds wear out, you know, sometimes we used to have these little little clip little chips, to, yeah. just to, just to take an edge off the, you know, top tip of the reed. But if you didn't have that, what you could do is you could put it, put the reed between two nickels and just burn off the top edge of the reed, and then you could mm. get another. Six couple miles. Yeah. So so yeah, we used we that, that was that was a thing. Yeah, and then the whole tip was black and yeah. and yeah, and you don't want to do that with the synthetics though, do no, you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like <a> panel. <laughs> yeah. It, it would melt. Yeah. I, I do have one embarrassing story though. Uh, oh great, that, that good. That, that, that <laughs> I do I do remember there was one concert that um uh I think you didn't you get your hand stuck in a car door? Ooh. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, yes. oh yeah, and it turned black instantly. Yeah, yeah. Instant. yeah somebody, somebody, somebody closed <laughs> my hand in the door. We still love her. And he brought me, <laughs> brought me back. To, I said I need to put some ice on it. It's a cold on it, and I'm thinking it's dirty from the car or something, and it's it's just black. But, but it didn't hit the bone. It just yeah. yeah. The, the the hand was in the door. In jam. the door stuck. So nobody really should be using a door jam as a grab bar. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm short. I'm short. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and I was screaming. They thought I was just excited about going to the concert. You know. And I, <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was pretty horrible. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 that, that was that was a bad. Uh, I, I think we switched parts too, didn't we? Didn't you end up doing my part? Because I thought I, my my head, it's a little numb. It, it it 
it was okay. Nothing broke, but it was. Instant. She doesn't wash knives or anything like that no. before no. concerts either. Like, oh, <laughs> I get in the car like this. <laughs> That's what we should talk about. Yeah, all the things you don't do before a concert. We'll come back to that. You may have you did wash dishes one time before a concert because I remember you. Uh, reaching into the sink and breaking a glass, or there was a broken glass in there, and having to get stitches. Four, yeah. four, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Day of or day before? <laughs> it was a couple days before. Yeah. I broke this finger the day of the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. I only had a bunch of F's to play, so That's it wasn't good. a big deal, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, it's so. Mm-hmm. Being married now for almost how many? Almost twenty nine. <laughs> twenty nine years. So I've got this list of things we don't do. On concert day, right? Washing the dishes, and um, and it kind of grew over the years. Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> picking weeds, doing Lawn, laundry, picking, yeah, picking yeah. weeds. Yeah, one the one time she picked a bunch of weeds, and then of course you know, then she was like, oh, my hands are really stiff the next day. So so really like now I think it's even uh, encroached on like two days before a concert. So now like two days, but I almost think it's a week before oh, the yeah. concert oh, now. Yeah. We don't we weeks. don't pick weeks, weeds for a week before the concert. Cook we or... don't cook uh, <laughs> a week before the concert. No knives. No knives, no, no washing dishes. No glasses, uh, yeah, so, um, and but, then the day of the concert, you don't go anywhere. No, you just right? stay home. And... You just stay home, right? And um, yeah, so. Well, and you know, Mark, I didn't have any of those things happen to me. Mm. However, I have the same list because I've just learned through that I don't want those things to happen to me. (laughs) Right, right. And they haven't, see, because I I follow. She taught me well. She's a mentor. Yeah. (laughs) All around. Although I do something on the day of concert. I, I'm, I'm second chair, so I, I can do stuff on the day of the concert. <laughs> Your list is a little shorter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, we, Ingrid is going to come back up to the mic. and So much I want to know. I know. This is fantastic. I love you, Ingrid. I love, I love you. you, too. Oh, my gosh. You guys are such an inspiration to me. Um, and I think is. Alike as you are, you're also a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I'm so curious with all the different music you've played for all these years, what are your favorite pieces? <gasps> oh, yeah, she likes that one. It... Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, of oh, course. No. That's Tell what we're playing not. today, <laughs> this week. And Tchaikovsky Fourth. And I like, what's that other piece? That... Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. love Puff the Magic show Dragon. Show tunes. We like show tunes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hasn't been played in symphony yet. <laughs> No. Oh. I don't know. I like the classics. Mm-hmm. Mozart, Clarinet, Concerto is one of our favorites, too. And Mendelssohn's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, Who, let's, who's that guy I don't like? <laughs> Stravinsky. <laughs> Stravinsky. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's just a little rough. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask about, because uh, there's been some memorable times of, like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this. Right? Like, I'm sick. Like I think I'm the, sick. The Stravinsky. The, the Rite of sol- Soldier's, soldier's Tale. Uh, the Rite of Spring. Did you do Rite of Spring? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, the Rite of Spring. That was the first piece that I played when I joined up. And oh, Judy had God. given me the music ahead of time, just in case. And it was that, it was the big, tall, original kind of print. And, mm-hmm. um, and of course, then it was on A clarinet, not B flat, which makes a difference for us. And, um, but I practiced it, and I was ready to go. But when it, when we started to play, I thought, oh, wow, <laughs> I should have listened to this ahead of time. <laughs> you know, I learned as yeah. I went along. But it, it, was, it wasn't 
my favorite piece ever. Even usually, I make friends with a piece as as uh, we get t- toward the end. If I didn't like it at the beginning, you'll like it at the end because you spent so much time with it. But that one was very difficult for me. Yeah. I mean, I appreciated it, but I didn't like it. So it's not a symphony tune, but uh, if everybody knows Blue Shades, <laughs> yeah, there's the there's the look. Um, so Judy's had a <laughs> chance to play that solo for a while. Um, so. Uh, just hearing you play it every day and then getting to, getting to hear you play it uh, with me being in the, the group was very special. But uh, I know the pain you went through to, to get that one ready. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sleepless hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you know that, Tom? Do you know Blue Shades? Band? Oh. Oh, you have to listen yeah. to Yeah, oh. that's, that's a good one. To well, you you have it memorized. She, maybe she'll play an next. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Ashley is taking okay. the mic. I know. <laughs> I can hear you. Um, so this kind of goes back to the, something we were saying earlier about um, kind of being a mess and a puzzle. Um, how much do you think you're going to miss, like, kind of the chaos and, and the adrenaline of the whole experience? Or do you think you're going to maybe enjoy calming down a little bit? Well, we'll still be playing for shows and for band. Uh, our, both of our bands uh, that we play through do higher end music, so there's still challenges to play. It's just not. Well, we'd be playing in a band. There'll be like maybe three or four people on a part, not just one person on each part. And so, it, you know, if you kind of get a little, eh, you know, maybe somebody else. We'll kind of pull you through. Um, You know, you hate to depend on others to do it for you, but it's just a little less stress with more people on the part. So, and and playing for shows for, we still do that. And less travel because, yeah, the travel, when you get older, you'll know. (laughs) You drive two hours and now you're tired. (laughs) You haven't done anything yet. You haven't played yet. yet. Now you got two hours. So trying to perform at a level after you're tired driving and then, then you drive home and, do it again and then do it again it's 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 um it's time it's it's just time for us to say let's let some of the young folks take over <laughs> let them have some fun let them have some fun <laughs> oh Ooh. oh here comes judy my, Shibis my, is my, coming. My judy hi judy oh. <laughs> my beautiful flute and vocalist <laughs> and saxophone <laughs> and clarinet yeah beautiful i, I know all the read stories oh yeah uh, so i was just listening to to Tom tell about his, how his violin forgot had been forgotten. I just wondered, did you ever have a time when you forgot your clarinet? And how, oh. did, you re- and how did you recover from that? Oh, Tom, oh, you thanks, didn't. Judy. You, <laughs> did, did, what was a, that question seated? What a sweet question. That, well, one time, my son Tom and his friend Danny, they were doing a radio show. And I had put my clarinet back in the corner because I didn't want to get to get bumped, whatever. And we had a concert that night. Anyway, I went back, closed up my case, and headed out. But I only had my A clarinet with me, not the B flat, which the B flat's the band instrument. Anyway, so I just had the A clarinet with me. And Janet was, wasn't playing with the group. She was with me. And I said, oh... Oh, I only have my A clarinet. And she goes, oh, I don't know how to get back to the house to get it. I said, <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't either. I said, we don't have time. <laughs> I, I'm just going to have to transpose all this music 
And she goes, do you know how to do that? And I went, well, I never had to do it in this direction. Usually we have to do it down half a step. I've got to go up a half a step, but I, you know, up a whole step I'm used to. But I kind of, I get the idea of it. I think I'll be okay. And she's going, oh, my. I would and, have gone to sides and bought a new one. <laughs> there, were just no, there was just no time to do anything about it. So I mentioned to my dear friend Tom back there, I said, um, so I think we ought to switch seats around. I think you better sit up here in the, in, in, and I'll sit. And that way two of you can play. And if I have to go, you know, I can. <laughs> you really didn't want to do that, did you, Tom? You, no. But I think we did do that. But I thought, I can't tell our director. I can't tell him I, I don't have the right clarinet with me here. So I'm going to be playing, maybe not playing real good. But um, I, I, I knew most of the music, again, you kind of know it by heart. And you know uh, how the music goes. We play a lot of show tunes and fun stuff. So you kind of just stick a note on and go, you know. So it, it worked out okay. But yeah, it wasn't one of my finer moments. Like, what a pro, you know, got the wrong horn with me, you know, stuff like that. But, but you had reeds with you that time, though, right? I had reeds with me. Yeah, that time. That, okay, that one time I didn't. Yeah. All right, okay. I had to stop at sides and get reeds on the way, but it was okay. But not anymore. Mm -hmm. I got them with me. You know, um, <clears throat> one of the the things that's always interesting to play in symphony, but not play every tune, is that I get to sit back and, and I like to stand on the side of the stage. And of course, I can see you out the crack of the the uh, the sound shells. And uh, it's always an interesting perspective to have because you're close, right? Like you're you know like you're right as like it's like having a a, a front row seat you know, 25 feet away from the person that's, pe that's playing. And I always like to just stand there and watch the two of you play because you can't really see that, that it's not that intimate view from the audience, but from the backstage, uh, I just always, you know, I'm going to miss that because I, but I know you'll play other things, but it's not very often that we get to stand backstage and, and watch you actually play because I can, you know, see you both, you know, breathing together and, 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 and relaxing together and, yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, doing the things you do as two people that have this symbiotic relationship playing first and second, right, which is something that's happened over your entire life as compared to those of us mere mortals who play in groups and don't have our clone playing right second to us, uh, that that's pretty special to observe it. It's pretty yeah. special. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One, one thing um, I remember about Janet and I when we were playing, Janet always really loved to do the slow, pretty songs, you know, and we'd all, like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, and, but I always like to do the fast ones, you know, like Fly the Bumblebee, and then she'd go, oh. So, but we ended up, we, we managed to... Um, you know, we do our duets, and we would do her slow, pretty ones, and we do my fast ones. We managed to get it all, you know, worked out because, after all, music does go slow and fast and <laughs> stuff like, you know, and everything in between. But yeah, you gonna play Bumblebee? No, no. We okay. could we could play a little bit. Of we could play a little it, bit of it. If Shebus had his clarinet with them. We've worked on. I know. We, I we have, did this. I we, have an A back there, and you could transpose. <laughs> oh, there you right go. on there and everything, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. I didn't. So I'm just looking at time. Okay. So um, it's time. Well, I mean, we could keep talking, but um, so <laughs> just to uh, bring us to a close. Um, any final questions from the the group? Oh yeah, go Lilith. ahead. Go, Lil. Um, I know when I have a day that I'm performing, I. Um, I'll, I'll eat a breakfast, very uh, 
carby, starchy kind of breakfast. <laughs> then I skip lunch and I skip dinner and I only drink water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something I do to pre- preserve my voice before, um, before a performance so that like, I'm not full of saliva or sticky in the mouth. I was just curious if there's anything that you do either in terms of um, what you would eat before a performance. I know the answer. <laughs> well, be, when we were playing on the cane reeds, <laughs> we had to be careful that we weren't eating anything too salty because the saliva dries up and then your reed dries up and then you sound like you're Dried playing up. on a crispy piece of wood. Um, and then if you eat too much or drink too much close to, then you don't have the breathing capacity. And um, might get hiccups or something. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sort of stuff. But... So now we don't have to worry about the salty things so much with the synthetic reeds, but we still need to worry about not eating or drinking too much that we're not breathing right. And then we, we celebrate after. <laughs> how, do you, how, about, how about you? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> do the, the same, same thing. The same. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Huh? Yeah. Well, you're not, you're, not, you're not really saying what you eat <laughs> before. <laughs> Well, we eat He's, chicken nuggets there it from is. the Wendy's. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and then we have a... They settle well. Yeah, yeah they settle. They don't yeah. seem to cause any upheaval. I know it's going to happen. We're going to get an email from the Wendy's pretty you know, like at, yeah, the after girl. the season starts. They're going to be like... your raisin bars ready for right. you, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> the raisin bars and nuggets. Yeah, we have, to have raisin bars. Of course, yeah. they have Coke Zero, and that really settles good, you know, for... But <laughs> PB and J bar, they're not here here in the diet. Um, <clears throat> so, all right. So you're gonna play, but before we end, just uh, any thoughts about the upcoming concert? Uh, I know you're playing the, a good piece. That's gonna be last, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, any final thoughts before we uh, segue into your playing? No. Thank you all for being here. This has been wonderful to see everybody. It has been, yeah. And I hope we got some videos for Donna. Oh, yes, yes. And, and don't judge us on our duet. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Although, no this, you, uh, Tom Shebus will recognize our beginning of it, of this piece. Yes. Yes, he, he did okay. a beautiful rendition. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to wrap us up here, okay. and let's see. Here we go. So... They can't hear this, but well, thank you. I think we should do this more often. Yeah. This is good storytelling, and it's good to capture these things. And that's why I wanted to do this today, because we have a chance of talking in a way that we probably don't do very much, at least as a group. And uh, thank you, everybody, for being part of it, all of our <laughs> friends out there and family. And uh, we'll take a pause here, and then we'll uh, press record and hear... Judy and Janet's duet. So here we go. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. 